listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York City. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Some Sadducees, those who deny that there is a resurrection, came forward and put this question to Jesus, saying, Teacher, Moses wrote for us, If someone's brother dies, leaving a, child but no, leaving a wife but no child, his brother must take the wife and raise up descendants for his brother. Now, there were seven brothers. The first married a woman but died childless. Then the second and the third married her, and likewise all the seven died childless. Finally, the woman also died. Now, at the resurrection, whose wife will that woman be? For all seven had been married to her. Jesus said to them, The children of this age marry and remarry, but those who are deemed worthy to attain to the coming age and to the resurrection of the dead, neither marry nor are given in marriage. They can no longer die, for they are like angels, and they are the children of God, because they are the ones who will rise. That the dead will rise, even Moses made known in the passage about the bush, when he called out, Lord, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And he is not God of the dead, but of the living, for to him all are alive. The Gospel of the Lord. My brothers and sisters, may the Lord give you peace. Welcome. Good to see you all. Bienvenidos a todos. I'm wondering, are you stopping here for Mass on your way to the Bacon Festival in Easton? Um, it was supposed to be such a beautiful, warm day today, but then last night the Philadelphia Phillies lost the World Series. So the angels are crying today. That's why it's raining. <laughs> the rain came up from Philadelphia. Okay. <laughs> um, praise God. The, the readings this weekend really are something. They're really just beautiful. Yo tengo un pregunta para ustedes. ¿Por qué tenemos esperanza? ¿Por qué? the resurrección de nuestro Señor Jesús. So I just summarized my whole homily in Spanish, okay? Why do we have hope? How can we have hope? It's because of the resurrection of Jesus. Um, we have hope. Tenemos esperanza. Um, I once tried to, to give a homily in Spanish in Harlem, <laughs> and, I, and I asked that question, and... Uh, I was talking about joy, which is gozo, but instead I was saying gordo, <laughs> which is fat man. So the, the people accused me of preaching about Buddhism. You know? <laughs> um, so the, the readings this weekend really, really is amazing. I just want to unpack a couple of things that kind of pull it together for us. Um, in that first reading from 2 Maccabees 7, it's such an amazing story. I hope later today, you'll take the time to get out your Bible and read that whole passage. Today at Mass, we only have a little bit, but it's an amazing story 
from about 175 years before Jesus, the Jewish people were being persecuted by this um, Roman emperor uh, Epiphanes, uh, was it Antiochus IV Epiphanes, and um, he was trying to force them to violate their Jewish faith. And uh, this mother and her seven sons remained steadfast. And uh, in a passage that we don't have, a few verses later, there's this incredible story of her encouraging her sons to stay faithful and don't be afraid to die for your faith because God will raise us from the dead. And it's such an important story because it's one of the most clear passages in the Old Testament, one of the most absolutely clear places where it's, it's obvious that they believed in the resurrection of the dead and that, the, that this uh, idea had taken hold for the Jewish people. And uh, it must be the reason why the church today matches that reading with today's gospel, where Jesus has this conversation with these group of guys about the resurrection. And it's so interesting. He's speaking to a group of people called the Sadducees. So at the time of Jesus, there were different groups within the Jewish religion. Um, you may have heard of the Pharisees the Zealots, the Sadducees, the Essenes, you know. So this group, the, the Sadducees, um, they did not believe in the resurrection and they only believed in the first five books of the Bible, what we call the Pentateuch, the first five books of, of Moses. They didn't believe in any of the others and they didn't believe in angels and they didn't believe in the resurrection. And so Jesus is having a, a conversation with them. They're trying to trip him up uh, which is a bad idea. <laughs> and so they have this debate about the resurrection and they tell this story so that they've come up with this story to try to trick Jesus. So the Jewish religion, if uh, a couple got married and the husband died and there were no children, one, if he had a brother, the brother was obligated to, to marry, to take on the wife and marry her and to raise up children for his deceased brother. Um, and so there's this story of the seven brothers which matches the story of the seven sons in the first reading. And uh, each one of them marry this lady and each one of them die with no children. And they think, oh, they're so clever, they're gonna trick Jesus. So if there's this thing of resurrection and life after death, like who is she gonna be married to, you know? And uh, I think really, to be honest, the question they should have asked was, what was she feeding them? <laughs> They all, all seven died? Okay. <laughs> all right. Are you awake now? Okay. So there's no sleeping during the homily. You had an extra hour of sleep last night. Okay. So wake up. Okay. Um, so, so again, the thing that I, one of the reasons why I so love this passage is because in this passage, we have a teaching from Jesus about the other side, about heaven. And he teaches us that marriage, you know, for, for us as Catholics, we have a tremendous love and honor for the sacrament of marriage. It's one of the seven sacraments between one man and one woman committing themselves to each other as a covenant. But Jesus taught that marriage is for here in this life, but in heaven, there will not be marriage because all of us will be married to God. But marriage is a vocation and a calling for people, but it's only in this life and it's interesting that Jesus talks about it because he is God. You know, he can tell us a little something about 
what waits for us on the other side. It's one of those passages, which I really love that. And um, the, really the, the idea that pulls the first reading and the gospel together this weekend is the second reading. So in that second reading, St. Paul's second letter to the Thessalonians, he's talking about the resurrection of Jesus and he makes the comment that um, this message is there to encourage our hearts, to strengthen our hearts, and to direct our hearts to the love of God. That this faith of ours, that this resurrection of Jesus will encourage our hearts, will strengthen our hearts, and will direct our hearts to the love of God. That line pulls together the meaning of both of these readings. And it's really something I think so important for us to understand. Um, when the Lord came, and he came to teach us about God, and he came to, to teach to us what's waiting for us, you know, this plan that God had when he created the universe, when he created us, that he, it was God's intention all along to have us with him in heaven for eternity. And, and that is so like, it's the key, it's the foundation upon which everything is built here. And um, the thing that's so important is when the Lord came to speak to us, to encourage us, but then also to die on the cross for our sins and then to be raised on the third day is the ultimate proof of the truth and authenticity of what he had said. It says that in the catechism, the ultimate proof that what Jesus taught was true is his own death and resurrection. The resurrection of Jesus is like God's seal upon Jesus's message. I, I just find that incredibly beautiful. And one of the reasons why it's so important is um, sometimes we may have encounters with people who are not fellow believers, or maybe many people nowadays um, are struggling with skepticism, um, doubts, or sometimes all-out hostility. And uh, many of us, you may have heard people say, oh, you know, um, people that go to church, people that have believe in God, that religion is like the opium of the masses. You maybe have heard that quote, you know, that it's like this drug for people to make them feel better. Or sometimes people may say, oh, well, your, your belief in God is like a crutch. You know, the crutch that you lean on. And um, so in response to that, those accusations, um, what can we say? That the reason why our faith is a crutch that we can lean on is because it's true. <laughs> you know, if it wasn't true, there it wouldn't be a crutch you could lean on at all. But it is true. So what we believe is not a fairy tale. It's not a story that somebody made up to, that we could tell ourselves just to make ourselves feel better. No, it's the truth. And it's the truth that God himself has revealed. And St. Paul is so incredibly insightful when he talks about this message is there to strengthen our hearts, to encourage us as we go through this life, as we struggle to, to live our faith and to navigate all of the things we go through. It's there to direct our hearts towards the love of God. How amazing is that? 
that is so incredibly beautiful. And I'll tell you, as I was praying over that, I couldn't help but think about when Mother Mary came to Fatima. She came from heaven. Who are you? This beautiful lady appeared to these three shepherd children in the field. I have come from heaven. She came to reveal to us that God has a plan. And, and it's, it's like supernatural reminder that all of this Catholic stuff is true. What we read in the Bible about Jesus, his teachings, his life, the seven sacraments of the church, confession, holy mass, the sacrament of marriage, um, it's there to guide and direct us and to encourage us and strengthen us um, as we seek to, to, uh, to follow what God is asking of us. I find that incredibly captivating and beautiful that the Lord would know that we needed it, right? We need that help. We need that encouragement. We need that direction to help us. Things can get a little messy. <laughs> Things can get a little difficult and, and the, the cross can feel heavy some days. And in the midst of that, there's this reality, this rock upon which we can place our feet a solid foundation that we stand upon, what is true, what God has revealed. The rest of the world, it's like standing on sand. If you've ever been down the shore at the beach, you're standing on the sand, you know, and you've, when the water comes and goes, you feel the sand, it's, it's not solid, you know, or like a weather vane. I, I would love to get a weather vane here at the shrine, you know, and as the wind blows around, it blows this way, it blows that way, you know, like that's the world. That's the world. Um, but with our faith, we, um, we've been given something incredibly precious and beautiful and, and solid and life-giving that we don't have to wonder about why we're here or where we're going or how to get there. We know why we are here. Because God created us. We know where we are going. There is a destination at the end of this journey, and we're hoping and praying it is heaven. And we know how to get there. You take Route 31. Now, <laughs> if you live in this area, you know you take Route 31 to get anywhere. You know, <laughs> I always go to McDonald's, and then from there, I know where to go. Okay, But no, the way, we know the way to get there is following Jesus. You know, letting his message, the gospel, letting what he taught the content of our faith to be that thing that directs our hearts to the love of God, that, that sh it's the light that shows us the way as we, as we go through life, as we uh, navigate all the things we have to navigate. Um, and that is beautiful. That is something worth giving thanks to God for. So on this day, the Lord's day, we give thanks to the Lord for his grace. We give thanks for the message of the gospel that this life that he calls us to, this life that is waiting for us on the other side, that Jesus will share the victory of his resurrection with each one of us, if only we would believe and follow. Amen. been listening to from the friars podcast the community of franciscan friars the renewal please visit us at franciscanfriars.com or on social media cfr underscore franciscans mm -hmm.